is one. You lose. Every time you bite with that nigga, and I'm the one that pays for it. And you're gonna get off his corners, you're gonna leave his people be, or you the one that's gonna find yourself a new plug. You don't mean that shit? The fuck I don't. I built this shit. Me. Brick by brick. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just because you don't like the way another nigga talk. <sighs> Drive, motherfucker! Yo, what up, what up? Top of the top, episode 114, Stash House Podcast. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. This week's topics include a recap of the D'Angelo versus how all that went down. Also, some new music to talk about, man. Currency, Payroll Giovanni, Cardo. Also, the new season of Snowfall started last week. Two new episodes. Gotta talk about it, man. Some spoilers, some predictions. All that and some in between, man. So sit back, relax, enjoy Stash House Podcast episode 114. Let's get it. Yo, what up, what up? Episode 114, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Your first time listening. Appreciate you. If you tune in weekly, salute to you. And just an episode. We saw some topics you may want to hear about. Appreciate you all. So like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you do to help support the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Make sure you guys continue to rate the podcast on whatever app you use. I appreciate that. Hope everybody had a great work week, man. If you in school, hope everything been going smooth with school. Yeah, man, like I always say, man, just make sure you stay prayed up, stack your paper, man, stay out the way. We coming up on a year, man of really when the whole shutdown began. So this time last year, I know I seen a few tweets, a few statuses going around, you know what I'm saying, thinking about what happened last year around this time. Yeah, man, took us for a whirlwind, man, definitely, man. Been a year since probably the lockdown, but not the first, you know, COVID test and all that. Just show you how time passed, man. We already in March, first of the month, March. So Keep on going, man, 2021. Like I say, man, pray up, stack up, stay out the way. Uh, for me personally, man, uh, before I get into the topics, uh, I've been working, man. Like, <laughs> I didn't really think about it until, like, last week. For the past few weeks, you know, people have been hitting me up, feedback and all that. And, uh, yeah, man, I've really been working, like, head down with head up, just working, like, personal job, podcast. All the above, like the past two weekends, man, I just been lazy, bro. Like straight lazy. This weekend I may get into something. I don't know. Not much to really get into for real, for real. But I'm gonna do something this weekend, man. For the past two weekends, I've been real deal. Like I get to it when I get to it. By five o'clock, I'm I'm in the crib. If I can go to the liquor store or the gas station, I'm in the crib. Six o'clock, I find a good movie on HBO Max. Eight o'clock, eight thirty, <laughs> I find an NBA game to watch. After the NBA game, I go to bed. So that's been my routine for the past two weekends. I just been working, man. But I got some vacation days coming up. I let you guys know about all that. You know what I'm saying? Pertaining to the podcast recording, and that week, will I drop an episode or not? I keep you guys up to date with all that. But yeah, man, I just been working, man. Nothing much, nothing too crazy. Uh, y'all know me. Stay low. Do what I do, man. 
But let's get to these topics, man. First, the verses. I'm kind of going not backwards, but it's like real deals from Saturday night to Friday music to when I watched Snowfall that Thursday. So it's kind of like that in that kind of order. I will have a Snowfall spoiler. Uh, when I talk about Snowfall, I will kind of spoil the new episodes, but that's at the end of the podcast. So just a heads up with that. Uh, but this verses, man, like y'all know, over the weekend, Saturday night, we thought we was getting D'Angelo and Friends. And when I say that was the biggest pump fake I've ever, I think Versus, I said it last week, man, Versus on his last leg. But I'm going to get into it. So, it's supposed to be D'Angelo and Friends. It was a 9 o'clock start time, Saturday night. I'm going to bring you all to my world real quick. Like I said, past two weekends, I've been bored, right? So, Saturday before the Versus battle, man. Like I said, the verses, the verses, the verses battle was supposed to be at nine o'clock. Six o'clock, I was watching fucking Kong Score Island on HBO Match to Kill Time. Eight thirty, an NBA game came on, so I like, all right, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna chill in my bed, watch this movie. I'm gonna get up when the game come on, fix me a drink. I had a couple Coronas, I had some Bud Light Platinums, I had some Remy left. I had everything set up. Eight thirty, you know what I'm saying? Watch some of the game. Nine o'clock tuned in. Knowing I knew it was gonna be late, so I wasn't tripping on that. Shout out to the DJ. I think his name was DJ Scratch for the verses. He held it down. His selection, his transitions, the songs he played, the order he played them, everything was just fanta- uh, fantastic on his part. Whenever you play a song that's been sampled from people from my generation. Like I like, oh okay, Dipset sampled this, Kanye West sampled this, Alchemist sampled this, Currency, Wayne. Whenever you play those original records that's been sampled throughout the years from artists I like, you automatically a W for me. So DJ Scratch held it down. Then D'Angelo came out. So I'm like, okay, cool, about to get it going. Like I said last week, I thought this was gonna be like a celebration of R and B, you know what I'm saying? D'Angelo and Friends, whoop de whoop. And as soon as bro sat down, he was like, they said we couldn't do the first solo verses. So this is the first solo verses. And the audience, you guys are my friends. I said, now, wait a damn minute. I know this man did not just say the first solo. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. It's D'Angelo. So there's nothing wrong with D'Angelo doing a solo versus night. But at least promote it like that. Then I'll be like, okay, cool. No, versus presents Saturday night with D'Angelo. That's all they had to do. But saying and friends at the Apollo Theater had me thinking, oh, they about to bring out R&B acts over the past two decades. Woo de woo. And it just wasn't that. Uh, Her came out. Method Man and Red Man came out. So I can't be mad at that. I wasn't mad at the D'Angelo, you know what I'm saying, showcase. The only thing I was mad at from D'Angelo's standpoint, he played Lady. And what's my other the uh, shit? Damn, motherfucker! He played that and Lady with a total of like six seconds. He probably, probably played like three seconds of each each song. And I was like, "Fam, you just going through the Brown Sugar album." So I was like disappointed on that part. But in all, I was just disappointed in the promotion of the verses. Like if it was just going to be D'Angelo, just say. Versus presents a night with D'Angelo, and I would have been like, okay, cool. But saying and friends really had me more anticipated than I should have been. 
And uh, after the versus battle, Swiss Beats and Timberland went on live, and it was like, yeah, it was supposed to be Maxwell versus D'Angelo Valentine's Day, and Maxwell pulled out. I think they said the next versus is going to be Raekwon and Ghostface. Me as a person who just love rap, I'm not mad at it, but at the same time, those are brothers, like Wu-Tang Clan brothers, so <laughs> I can't be mad. I can't be like, oh, this is a versus versus. It's like, fam, that's... That's Wu-Tang. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's going to be a celebration. But I still stand by my point, man. Versus on his last leg. Now, it's like, it's cool you got uh, Raekwon and Ghostface. Like, I rock with it. But at the same time, it's like, man, everybody got these identical, not identical, but these ideal matchups that still haven't happened. Like, we're still waiting on that, that South group battle. I don't know what the deal is with Versus. I still stand by my point from last week that Versus on his last leg. But, you know, what can you do, man? Speaking of Wu-Tang, man, if you haven't already, please watch that Wu-Tang doc. Not doc, but Wu-Tang show, this series on Hulu. It's a great, great show. Uh, And new music, man. Not much new music came out. Really, man, me and my boy AJ, we was talking over the weekend. It seemed like these boys about to run a back-to-back, maybe a a three-peat. Meaning Griselda, Currency, Larry June, uh, who else? Uh, Freddie Gibbs. The same people I said last year. I'm like, well, last year I really can't complain too much because the people who music I enjoy, they drop. And it seems to be the same thing happening this year so far. Uh, first, Benny, he announced Plus I Met 2 with Harry Fraud. He been announced that was going to be Plus I Met 2 with Harry Fraud, all, all produced by Harry Fraud. And uh, he announced the date would be March 19th. So March 19th, Benny, Harry Fraud, plus I met two. Y'all know I'm waiting on that one. So that was good news to hear. If you haven't already, plus I met one came out, I believe, 2019. That was a great project, probably like six, seven songs. Good project from Benny. And I can't wait for this one with Harry Fraud. Speaking of Harry Fraud, man, Currency, Collection Agency, I've been talking about currency for the past 10 years. Y'all know how I feel about currency. I talk about them all the time on the podcast. But the thing about currency as of late, it seems like a lot of industry heads are really showing him love now compared to five years ago, for real, 10 years ago, definitely. And he said it in multiple interviews that when he broke for Wayne, because, you know, he was the first Young Money signee, he broke for Wayne. And at that time, he wanted to do his own thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? What he doing now with Jet Life. And everybody looking at him like he was crazy. Like, this 07, 08 Wayne. And he just like, man, I want to do my own thing. And it was like, man, you crazy. And he was like, the only thing that kept him going was when he go to shows and the airport. He see dudes like Jadakiss and all that people he looked up to. was like, nah, fam, you doing, what, you doing the right thing. Trust me. We've been signed to Bad Boy, Def Jam, all that. You doing your own thing. They don't see it now, but you doing the right thing, fam. So keep on going. So he said words like that from people he grew up listening to is what kept him going. And now the industry is paying him way more attention now. And I believe because a lot of the heavyweights haven't been dropping. It's like, okay, cool. You got the baby dropping. You got these the new cats dropping. But it's like the same time. It's like, damn, fam. Currency still dropping shit every other month, every month. And it's like, yeah, fam. And all of it be heat. You know what I'm saying? I said on this podcast, the only time currency drop, and I'm not really into it, is when it's with like uh, 808 Mafia, 
uh, dudes. Like, I got, it ain't like, you know what I'm saying, all of them don't be good. It's like they real spotty. And I don't like hearing currency on too many trap beats. Like I said, give me Alchemist, give me Harry Fraud, Ski Beats, Monster Beats, uh, Cardo. Like, it's certain producers. I like, okay, this currency different from the 808 Mafia currency, clearly. You know what I'm saying? I don't think nobody would debate that. And just in case, you know what I'm saying, you still haven't caught on the currency or just want to know why I've been rocking with currency for so, so long. Um, <clears throat> these aren't like, well, I ain't gonna lie to you. These are kind of like my favorite projects, but he has a lot of fucking projects. I saw a tweet. Uh, I didn't, I should have screenshotted about exactly how many projects he's had um, during his career. But my favorites, like if you want to be like, okay, Tyler, why do you enjoy currency music? The projects I would tell you to listen to would be Covert Coop, Cigarette Boats. And keep in mind, most of these projects ain't no more than eight songs. <laughs> like, real deal. Uh, Covert Coop, Cigarette Boats, More Saturday Night Cartoons, All the Pilot Talks, Weekend at Bernie's, and New Jet City. So just listen to them. You got Priest Andretti. A lot of people enjoy that. Um, Carrollton Heist. I'm just going off the top of the head now. I didn't have these written down, but yeah, my boy got a lot of heat. Uh, How Fly with Wiz, live in concert with Wiz. My boy got a lot of a lot of projects, man. So you just really the Outrunners that came out last year. One of my favorites. Uh, Gran Turismo came out two years ago. One of my favorites. My boy just got just go on YouTube and just type in currency, and you'll see the videos and. Go to your whatever app you stream from. Go to that. Mixtapes. It's all there, man. So, shout out to Currency. Collection Agency. He's still doing what he doing. Uh, Payroll, Giovanni, and Cardo, man. Did my first time speaking on Payroll, Giovanni, and Cardo on the podcast. They had a project came out, Bit Boston Volume 2. I believe that came out 2019. This project that just came out is called Another Day, Another Dollar. But Bit Boston Volume 2 is the first time... I heard they collabed together. Like, I heard a payroll. I think he was with Doughboy Cash Out up in Detroit, Michigan. And Cardo, he just been around forever with, like I said, Currency, Wiz. He did God's Plan for Drake. He be with Larry June a lot now. Cardo been around. But that Bit Boston Volume 2 that came out a couple years ago, please, y'all, listen to that. Listen to this. Another Day, Another Dollar. Especially, man, really everybody. I'm about to say the fellas, but really everybody, man. You just want to wake up. Get you motivated to go to work, get you some paper, you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do, your responsibilities. Like, it's like that. Like, on some Larry June type shit, kind of, but it's just payroll Giovanni. Like, that just the vibe they own. And it's weird that payroll is from like Michigan. I'm not sure where Cardor is from, but it's like a real deal California sound. Like, neither one, I don't think neither one of them are from California, but like the beat selection is straight Cali. Like, when you hear this shit, you be like, damn, I wish it was sunny as hell with some palm trees and an ocean somewhere near. So that's why I've been rocking with this weekend, payroll, cardo, currency, collection agency. Yeah, man, like I said, it's like the boy's about to run back another one because you know if Benny dropping later this month, Conway right behind them, Westside Gun coming, Bodie James coming. So Griselda, when one, when one person from Griselda dropped, that mean all of them got something lined up to drop after him. So Griselda coming. Larry June, I'm sure he got something coming. Like I said, currency just don't stop 
Freddie Gibbs, I feel like he got something coming. Oh, and speaking of currency again, that Friday, collection agency dropped, and then currency posted he was up in the studio with Alchemist. And y'all know how I feel about currency and Alchemist. Like I said, that's Covert Coop. That's Carrington Heist. So if currency and Alchemist come back together, like I said, Alchemist, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo last year, Grammy nominated. I can't, in a way, I'm kind of upset that the people I rock with heavy are the only ones dropping music. Because I feel like the people that Tyler listens to, <laughs> the people that Tyler listens to shouldn't be the ones just dropping. Like, even the people I rock with are not really dropping, like Kendrick and all them. But the people who I rock with, like, hey, Tyler, what what, what music you be listening to? I'm going to tell y'all, Currency, Griselda, June. And I feel like them shouldn't be the only nigga dropping. So, I don't know what the deal is, but at the same time, I'm not mad at this point. Being the age that I am, it's like, fam, I don't got time to rediscover new artists and all that. So, I'm just grateful that the people I rock with are still staying consistent with their music, staying in the studio, staying out of trouble, staying out of bullshit in general. Can't be mad at it, man. Can't be mad at it. So, that's all I've been on, man, this past week in Currency, Collection Agency, and Payroll Giovanni and Cardo. Another day, another dollar. I like both of them, man. I really did enjoy both of these projects. Like I said, man, we in March, so maybe the music start pumping out soon. Yo, another week, another playlist. Stash House playlist number 18 is now available. Just 10 records I've been having in rotation throughout the week. Make sure you guys check those out. So this is the portion of the podcast. If you haven't already, well, if you haven't, if you haven't, you just want to hear my thoughts on the new episodes of Snowfall. Here it goes. Like I said, it may be some spoilers, but nothing too, too crazy. You know what I'm saying? So all my people, I've been counting down the weeks to Snowfall. It finally premiered last Wednesday on FS, the new season, two new episodes. I caught them the next day on Hulu. And shout out to my boy AJ, man, with the Hulu uh, layup with the man, bro. Do not. I'm never going back to ads, bro, on Hulu. Like AJ told me. And I've been, he been telling me for a minute, like, bro, get the ad-free Hulu. Trust me. And I was like, man, nah, you know, me being cheap. Nah, I'm going to stick with this $5.99. <laughs> I'm going to stick with this $5.99 plan. Shout out, like, man. Let me, you know what I'm saying? You know you go on Hulu. Hulu got a whole bunch. I've been on Hulu heavy since I re-up on it. And I'm like, man, I'm getting tired of these ads. So I did the ad free. And yeah, man, the ad free is clutch. So I watched the two new episodes that Thursday. Give me something to look forward to, man. You know what I'm saying? Thursday, Snowfall now. Uh, like I said, the next day on Hulu. Monday, All-American. And let me just speak on All-American real quick. Trust me, y'all. It's not a lot to talk about with All-American at this point. Uh, I get it. They in high school, whatever, whatever. But, fam, we know they in relationships. Like... The whole gist of this season so far has been just everybody's relationship. And I'm like, fam, I'm not watching this shit for a relationship. Really, Coop storylines, the only storyline I'm interested in at this point. Tonight, they're supposed to have the Vegas episode, something they've been teasing since the season started. Apparently, a lot of stuff happened in Vegas. And at this point, everybody's saying, fam, these folks ain't get each other pregnant or something <laughs> like fan y'all could have just saved this so 
Snow, not Snowfall, uh, All-American got to get it together. All-American has to get it together, man. But let's get it, man. Snowfall. Uh, as soon as I press play for the uh, first episode of the new season of Snowfall, something just clicked in my head like a, like a light bulb just went off in my head. Okay, crack has been introduced. I know what the story is loosely based on already with Snowfall, but it didn't hit me. Oh, crack is introduced to the neighborhoods. Now we at the war, meaning the Bloods in L.A. in the 80s. Bloods versus Crips in the, in the streets over money, power, respect, drug control, gun control. Y'all seen the documentaries, and I hate to be that guy, but a good crack era documentary or TV show or movie draws me in. If it's anything about the crack era or drug smuggling from the 80s and the 90s, Tyler has probably watched it or will watch it. <laughs> from Pablo Escobar to Miami to L.A., BMF, anything dealing with drugs, Tyler watches it. I don't know why, but that that's an easy draw to me. I don't care if it's in English, Spanish, Italian, French, whatever. I'm watching it. So it hit me. I was like, oh, we in where... People getting killed, innocent kids getting killed. You know what I'm saying? Drive-bys at night. Y'all seen the documentaries how it was in L.A. in the 80s because of crack? So I'm like, oh, we at that point now. And I was like, okay, now I know what to look forward to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been watching Snowfall, but at the end of last season, I didn't think of, oh, we about to get into the gang wars. It didn't hit me so I literally I pressed play. And I was like, oh, that's where we at now. So, yeah. So that's where we at now with Snowfall. Basically, that's the whole gist, I believe, of the first two episodes, the Game Wars. Uh, of course, you got Franklin, Leon, Man Boy, Scully. I'll say those are the four that, you know what I'm saying, drug king, not kingpin, but, you know what I'm saying, leaders of the gangs or whatever you want to call it right now. And speaking of Scully, man, I got to get a boy some, uh, some uh, love. DeAndre Bonds, uh, we know him as Stacy from the Wood. That Scully role, fam trying to get an Oscar this year, man, for that role as Scully. Because those first two episodes, man, if anybody will take a role, it's bruh who, uh, from Stacy from the Wood. He'll take a role, and he be acting his ass off with that shit. The end of that episode, when after he got shot and he was getting the bullet out of his arm, <laughs> and they're like, man, we need to take you to the hospital. Man, I ain't going to no damn hospital. He <laughs> said, hand me that whiskey. And he was doing what he was doing. I was, I stood up and gave that man a round of applause, fam. I said, "Damn, I'm talking about Stacy. Act your ass off, bro." But like I said, bro, he, him, and Man Boy, they into it. And Man Boy, if you don't know Man Boy, that's the whole after him and Leon got into it, and Franklin did the whole brick by brick monologue, which is probably a instant classic at this point. The brick by brick scene from Franklin and Leon. And Man Boy and Scully are into it. And the scene where Man Boy had his little function going on and Buddy went to the backyard with Shawty. And Shawty talked him off and Scully people were uh, above him. And they were getting revenge because one of Man Boy, Man Boy crew took out one of Scully's. And at the funeral, Franklin was asking, uh, he was trying to talk to Scully like, hey man, let's just 
work together. Like, that's what I was saying. I'm like, oh, we in the game war. It ain't no let's come together. These folks killing at this time in L.A. It ain't no, hey, let's all come together. Let's all get money together. No, y'all getting money to, more money than we are. Or y'all blocking the money that should be coming to our neighborhood. So we're going to take y'all out. It ain't no let's come together and do what we got to do to everybody eat. It ain't none of everybody eats. That's not the L.A. mentality in the 80s. <laughs> so he was just talking to Scully at the funeral. Scully one ear out the other. Scully looking at Jesus hanging on the cross. He like, hey, how you think they got him to stay up there that long? So he hung man, boy, buddy at the baseball field. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I said Scully is on one. I'm rooting for Scully. But at the same time, we know Scully is going to get taken out one way or the other. Scully, I wouldn't mind Scully being the one villain who just never dies. But like I said, we in L.A. Eventually, we know what's going to happen to Scully. I wouldn't be mad if Scully just always find a way to live, though. Because Scully, I just feel like he got to be that that dark horse in the neighborhood for some odd reason. But uh, after that, Franklin was like, yo, we need to uh, pick a side. Who we going to take out? And what, whatever, whatever. So I guess everybody went with, uh, let's keep Man Boy and take out Scully. Obviously, because Scully crazy as hell. So they had a setup, right? Uh, well, before the setup, I'm bouncing everywhere. I'm just going through uh, my thought process throughout these episodes. Another funny part, I think it was before, and no, I think it was at the party when Frank was about to leave <laughs> and he didn't have his cane with him. Because uh, Mel shot him. And Mel is saved now. Mel got to play the good girl. She got to get clean. Because she shot Saint. So she really on the run. Low key. But uh, yeah, they show her she's saved now and everything. We'll see how long that lasts. But he's walking out the cane. And his dad was like, uh, what you got in your pocket? 32 or 40. Something like that. You know, the gun. So his dad was trying to talk him into staying and not going out. Because like I said, the street's crazy right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> His dad was like, come on, man. They go rent a movie. <laughs> Pop some popcorn. Sit on the couch with your old man like the old days. And Frank was like, I'm going to listen just because you're my pops. Out of respect, I'm going to listen to you. And then he gave him a hug and he was like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you trying to get me to stay. But pops, I got to handle this business, man. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to go. So that was a funny scene. So they set Scully up. On the way, Scully was like, man, you know what I'm saying? They're getting ready to get in their guns, so they got the car. Scully felt it. Like, hey, man, this feel like a setup. But he didn't say it feel like a setup. Like, man, you don't feel them vibes? His homeboy was like, man, what fucking vibes? <laughs> what fucking vibes you talking about? Man, these roaches. Like, Scully knew what was going on. It was a setup. One of the man boy dudes, he just panicking. He just jumping too early. And, you know, so they had a shootout. They thought they shot Scully. They didn't shoot Scully, whatever the case may be. They had a gun battle. Man boy thought he shot Scully. They showed the, the the video. He didn't know who he shot. He know he shot somebody, but he don't know if it was Scully or not. He definitely didn't know if he killed him or not. So that was the whole scene going on with Scully, Man Boy, and Franklin. Now, Scully is definitely looking for Franklin. He told Franklin, if you cross me, I'm taking out everybody you love. So Franklin had to tell his mama, his daddy, hey, y'all need to leave the house. They may know where y'all stay at. <laughs> Come on, pack up. We got to go. Because this man is crazy as hell. So that's the whole ordeal with them. Franklin and Leon 
eventually they're going to get back together. You know what I'm saying? Leon can't find Re-Up. One of his men tried to put him on a Re-Up. It was a setup. Luckily, they got out in time because it was definitely a setup. And it's just how, like I say, these drug movies and TV shows go. You're going to be the two guys. One's going to be the mild-mannered guy. The other's going to be the hothead. I mean, look at it. Kane, O'Dog, G-Money, Nino Brown, uh, Jody and Pete, Boys in the Hood, shit, Craig and Day-Day, shit, Craig and Smokey. <laughs> like, okay, it doesn't matter. Pablo and Gustavo, you're going to have the mild-mannered one, and you're going to have the one that's ready whenever. So that's just how these stories play out. So they're going to eventually get back together. They see they mean they more they mean more to each other together than apart, especially on Leon Parker. He know Franklin got the plug, and Franklin plug got to get their shit together. The guns, man, uh, the Mexican, the DEA guy, everybody got to get their stuff together because one Scully coming, and in terms of that, uh, the police officer. The police officer, I got his name now. I, I definitely remember him. <clears throat> now, I can't even, uh, officer Nitz, I think, this is my prediction. I don't know what episode is going to happen, but I think Franklin is going to put Officer Nitz on Scully on some, hey, I know this guy. He's in my way. He got money. There'll be a big bus for y'all. Not knowing that Scully, not, not knowing the police officer don't know Scully got the whole projects on lock. So they probably round up all the officers and Scully and Officer Nitz and his people going to have a big gunfight. That's what I think going to happen with Scully. Franklin will be like, I, I could take two birds out with one stone. Officer Nitz may get popped and Scully may get popped if I sent Officer Nitz over to Scully on spot. They're going to have a huge gunfight. Both of them get killed. I don't got to worry about neither one of them no more. So that's what I think going to happen with uh, Nitz and Scully. Like I said, I wouldn't mind if Scully stay alive, but I think Man Boy going to live longer than Scully. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't mind if Scully just always found, like how uh, Penguin, how Penguin was on Gotham. He always just got away from death and just beat death by a split second. I wouldn't mind Scully being that guy because Scully is acting his ass off in this series, bro. So I wouldn't mind it. I definitely wouldn't mind it. And like I said, Mel, she's supposed to be with her auntie now. She got saved. Uh, like I said, she's she really on the run because she shot Franklin. But, I mean, we at that point, man. That's why I'm looking at uh, game, not game land, uh, Snowfall right now. The Bloods versus the Crips. The game war territory in L.A. in the 80s. Like I said, if you watch the documentaries and the movies already, you already know how it goes in the 80s in L.A. during the crack era. So that's where we at with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I just want to see what happened with Scully and Franklin at this point. But my prediction, I think Franklin is going to send Officer Nix and his people over to Scully territory, not knowing that Scully got the whole spot on lockdown. It's going to be a big game, big uh, shootout between the police and Scully people. Like I said, I don't know what episode is going to happen. And uh, I don't know, maybe, depending on the episode, I probably do like a little week by week thing with Snowfall on the podcast. It may not be like the main topic, but just an update what's going on. But this is looking like some very, very, incredible television this season for Snowfall, man. Just the way I watched it on Hulu. You know, so I can rewind it. I can pause it, rewind, rewatch. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a different era. Like I said, character development. It took about two seasons to really get character development going 
Last season, it was showing the impact of crack with mail and all that. It's showing the impact of crack. And now everybody getting money. Frank can think everybody can eat and, you know what I'm saying, get money on their own. But it's like, no, nah, fam, you around the corner from me. You, My money, that should be my money. You, you stay right there. That should be my money. So we taking you out. It ain't no let's talk it over and all that. So this looks like some incredible television, bro, from the first two episodes, man. I'm very, very excited about this snowfall season. I'm glad Hulu has it the next day, so I don't got to stay up all night to watch it. But, yeah, I definitely enjoyed the first two seasons. If you have any predictions or anything I might have missed, it wasn't really a recap I just did. It was just what um, I was really interested in with the first two episodes of the new season. Scully off rip. Scully is the MVP of the first two episodes of Snowfall off rip. And I'm waiting to see what happens, man. Y'all know I'm be tuned in every week. Snowfall, man. Thanks, season four. Looking like some very, very special television going on, man. Hey, I want to appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 114 of Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out. Have a great work week, great weekend, great school week. Stay safe. Keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all. Catch y'all here same time next week. Salute.